Hello and welcome to the People for Olsen podcast. In this week's episode, Mark is sitting down and talking with Joyce and Heidi from Seneca Street Brewing. Well, thank you so much for checking out the podcast. If you haven't already, make sure that you're subscribed to the People for Olsen podcast. That way you'll be updated the moment a new episode is released. And don't forget to leave us a review. Let us know what you think of the People for Olsen podcast. You can also follow along with the campaign by visiting us online at peopleforolson.com. You can also find us on Facebook and follow Mark on Twitter. Without further ado, here's this week's conversation between Joyce, Heidi, and Mark. Well, thank you so much. We're at the Seneca Brewery in Manlius, New York. Uh, Joyce and Heidi, thank you so much for being on the People for Olsen podcast. Thank you for hosting us. So I really appreciate this. The the last two they did are focused on local businesses. So we did, I know you listened to Mark Bullis at uh, Bull and Bear, and then we were at Spill the Tea in Manoa. That just came out, and so hopefully this will be done and be out next Monday. So thank you so much. We had a fundraiser here last week, and it went great. My first time here was last week, and I can't say enough great things about this. I already talked to a few people, and I said, got to come and see this it's really special so tell us a little bit about your business i don't know who who wants to go first but uh well we actually started uh in the brewing business by growing hops Mm -hmm. um 2012 the farm brewery legislation was getting ready to be approved by the state legislature and um my son-in-law had a friend in the governor's office and we had acreage and he said you know that that bill's going to pass I know your in-laws have property, they should grow hops. So that's how we started. And my husband's a CPA, and of course he did a business plan and took it out to the end product, which is beer, and uh, said, hmm, we probably need to be in the beer business. <laughs> so, you're, you're the third person that I've done this to that has no experience, like before, like, you know, I look, there's the hops, I found those last yeah. week when I was here, right? But oh, like yeah. no experience, like spill None. the tea. They were they were completely marketing, and he's a machine or yeah. in a, in Mac Brownell, and, yeah. and Mark Bullis started a carrier, and then said, "I always wanted yeah. to be hosting the party," and here you are yes. owning two businesses, not just one. You have the Erie <laughs> Canal Brewery in Canastota. Correct. Mm-hmm. Yep. So CPA does the business plan and says, yep. "Hmm." Yeah. Um, so um, we already owned this building uh, at three fifteen East Seneca Street. Um, We had a nature store in the basement where the pub is now. We started renovating in 2014. Got a big surprise when we discovered we were near catastrophic collapse and ended up having to gut the building 85%. So what we thought was going to take eight months, nine months tops, took two and a half years. Mm -hmm. And in the meantime, Erie Canal, which was an established farm brewery, um, came on the market and we ended up buying it because it had a really, it had a seven barrel brewing system. Our plan here, because we didn't know what the heck we were doing, um, only had a one barrel. So we immediately became able to r- really stock both tap rooms and, you know, keep a good flow of beer going. And our daughter, <laughs> So it's a family um, affair here, yes, right? Yes, yes. Our daughter never brewed before. Her background was IT. <laughs> yeah. I'm telling you right now. I know. This is the hardest business to get into. Yes. And yet, zero. I mean, obviously you have yeah. experience, but. Well, no, not, I didn't know anything about brewing beer before we started. We mm-hmm. took some classes, though, from Cornell, and we took some online courses, and we brewed with some already experienced brewers from Middle Ages. And they helped us get our you know, feet wet and learn how to, to brew. Is it a close knit family? Or does the everybody brewers? kind of help each other yeah. out? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Yep. Is that a, um, Cornell? Were they a great resource? Because I know, like for the they villages, were. people say to me, "Oh, how did you find this out?" Or how did like we put um, we had a problem with uh, algae in our beard pond, oh. and they came to us and said, "Buy these carp, uh, uh, and oh, they would put the nets in, okay. and, so they don't get out." And then they will eat it all, and then they clear. They'll oh, clarify wow. the water, and we're like, "Oh my God, that's awesome!" Our salt brine <laughs> program is from Cornell, yeah. so we started with beet juice, and then we went to rum extract. And a lot of people say rum extract. Well, the extract from rum, when they're done, is what we use to keep it solidified, and to keep oh, it to yeah. stick to the ground. 
Yeah, really? people are, and they're amazed at that. But Cornell is a great yeah, resource. Yeah, it really is. You know. Yeah. And they offered a brewing course, and the, the instructor actually worked in one of the big breweries for many years, So, and he was a really good instructor, but he does not do it anymore. Oh, no kidding. Yeah. What is the, this location is open how many days a week? And I saw the hours. It's Six. Six, six days, days a week. We're open. And it keeps you guys busy? How about the one in Canastota? Um, I'm only open four days. Thursday that, through Sunday, yeah. she's open at, in Canastota, and we're open every day but Monday. Yeah. So who, like, who came up with the vision? Like, this place is amazing. Was it, when you said you had to tear it down to 85%, like, you go downstairs, that's like nothing you've ever seen. And when I walked in, I was like, you weren't yeah. here. I can't remember the lady's name, but I was like, oh, my God. I love that. Oh, well, and then I come up here, and I'm like, oh, my God. Like, this yeah. is an amazing place. Yeah. Who came up with the vision to do all this? And um, I'm really into, you know, the industrial kind of look and all the stainless steel. And, um, like, ideas would wake me up in the middle of the night. Oh, <laughs> could do that. That would uh -huh. be cool. Yeah. Oh, yeah, stainless steel bar top. Nobody has one of those. Yeah. So, and, and we have kick panels in the front that are stainless steel. So it just preserves, you don't have so much, you know, clean up and, mm -hmm. you know, it's all mm -hmm. protected. It's hard to hurt stainless steel. What happened during COVID? Did it uh. completely like make <laughs> well, you go, oh no? Or, Heidi was know? better here than I was because we have the patio. We did to go. So right after they shut everything down, they said we could open up and just do to-go beer. So we, we opened up a couple days, or a couple hours a week, or a couple hours every day, where people would come in, and I was so surprised at the support yeah. that we got from the community. People would come in for growler fills that I had never seen before, yeah. and they would just keep coming in every week to get growler fills or our cans to go, and I didn't even know some of these people. And um, I was just really, really happy with all the support that we got from the community mm -hmm. during COVID, during that shutdown, when, can, when you could just get beer to go. Because what is this, the process to, from start to finish? How long does it take to, to brew or to do mm. it? Like, do they call it a well, batch the or do they call day, it a... Yeah. We spend all day brewing, okay. about eight hours, a good eight hours, maybe longer. Sometimes more. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then it takes about three weeks to ferment wow. about three weeks. Some, some beer takes Yeah, depending months. on what you're making. Like, well, I mean, our stout, we like to condition a little longer because it's a nice, strong beer. So we like to keep it in the fermenters a little longer just so it conditions better. It, that process, is that, because I've always been interested, is that a chilled process or is that a room temperature process? Or? At first, it's room temperature, yeah. and then it, it's chilled. Chilled. You cold crash it after, like, a couple weeks, you cold crash the beer. Are you... Are you doing anything with the, I've seen, at an, I'm not going to say the name because I don't know how tight that you are, but I went to another one and they had these casks and oh, they're making yeah. casks oh, of yeah. beer. Are you guys mm -hmm. thinking about, is that a big thing? Because they had all this. It is a big thing, but we, no, we don't, we, we don't what, what are, Why is that such a, is it just um, a different It gives uh, like an oaky profile? flavor to okay. your beer, like a, a nice stout in a cask gives that nice extra. It depends where the oak barrel flavor. came from. Yeah, true. Or if you want to impart some wild flavors. You're going to get that too from a barrel. So, being in Manlius, you're able to, and working the six day, are you able to pivot, kind of do whatever you want to do? Or are customers telling you, hey, we want this, can we try oh, this? Yeah, we, definitely. we have a really hard time keeping up with our standard brews because when we run out of something, we only have six fermenters. And how many beers do we brew? We have like uh, maybe 20 beers yeah. that we brew, and, and then probably nine of them are our standard beers that we always be have to have on. <laughs> um, so every once in a while, we're trying to slip in something new <laughs> when we can, when we have the time. Like we just made a new pale ale that's really nice, light, easy drinking. Summer. It's actually called easy drinking, isn't it? Yeah. Easy drinking. Light and easy. Light and easy, <laughs> yeah. We're, I have so many questions for you guys. <laughs> Go ahead. And I'm not a big beer drinker. Like I like beer, but I can't like, Anthony's yeah. sitting here laughing because he knows I'm. I, I, I started out with Coors Light, then I made it up to Bud Light, oh, yeah, yeah. then I made it up to Budweiser, and then I made it to Stella, and that was like the biggest. I just, I, yeah. You would like uh, our Kolsch. Yeah. Yeah. See, it's that, a lager-like right. beer. It's a yeah. German origin. But where do the recipes come from? Is it like a network, or is it something no. you play with, or is it something that you know there's a standard? Yes. It's not Probably. like a recipe. It's not like you can get out the Betty Crocker book and say, okay, I'm gonna oh, make yeah. a. Or can. is there? 
Well, sure. you know you have to have a base malt. You start with your base and, and then you add to it. You add your crystal malts, your dark malts, depending on the color and the flavor that you want to achieve. And then you pick out what kind of hops would be good with that style. Like IPAs, you'll want to use IPA kind of hops. And, or like the Kolsch, you want to use noble hops, you know, older mm -hmm. traditional hops that aren't too like hoppy, give you a nice. So you're growing the hops still, correct? We yeah. grow some hops. We don't grow all the hops. Do you need we... more than you can grow? Um, New York State's a tough place to grow hops, mm -hmm. actually. Um, We've been doing that for a long time. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. um, the hops that grow best in New York State, everybody grows. So there's like, you know, last year we didn't even stringer hops. Oh no, we had a surplus. Yeah. So we had extra hops from the year before, so we were fine. Yeah. We are stringing them this year, though. Um, but there are certain hops that don't grow in New York State. Um, they're proprietary. They're copyrighted and yeah, patented, like, so you can't grow them here. Mm -hmm. Or from Australia or New Zealand. Are you having, I know that when I was out at another one, they had a shortage of cans. Is that still a problem? Not for us. Not for you? <laughs> no, we ordered, I don't know. 6,000, did you? How many? Like 20. 20 so you were, you were ahead of the curve. You yeah. Were, well, yeah. Before COVID How about growlers? Because I know, like, I, yeah. you know, those too. I worked in the restaurant, you know, equipment business, and, and when the growlers, we started going and getting them every week. And yeah. uh, it's in uh, Seneca there by, and water. Um, oh, um, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, right off of, um, by the casino there, the Delago Casino. You get off yes. right there, and there you go. Waterloo. Yes. Waterloo container. Yes. Yeah, we were going yes. there and getting them. Um, we picked up, what did we pick up there? Something. Bottles. Bottles. That was amazing how big bottles. that was. Yeah. So there's there's another spin-off business from what yeah. you guys yeah. do. Yeah. Um, you know, what what's been the biggest surprise of, of running your own brewery? Oh gosh. Because I gotta tell you, last week I didn't have any. You know, I'm trying to be good and not drink until <laughs> Saturday. But people were raving how good the beer was. It you was I mean? that was really uh, yeah. Usually when people come to a function like that, they're they don't usually type of people that go to breweries. So we had mm -hmm. a lot of those people that day which yeah. I love because yeah. they'll be like, I don't know what to drink. I usually drink a Coors Light, Labatt's Blue. Ooh. What do you have? Yeah. I'm like, you'll like our Kolsch. And they loved it. They yeah. loved it. They were coming back for more and more. Yeah. It was great. So you didn't answer my question. You know, uh, everybody says you've got to get harder the questions. thing. Oh, gosh. With this personnel. Uh, labor's yeah. labor's labor. bad. That can be interesting yeah. sometimes. I do have a great team right now, though. I really do. I'm very fortunate. Yeah, I noticed that when I was when I came back to clean up mm -hmm. and everybody's doing, no one's standing still, no one's looking and like, yeah. what do I do next? Or yeah, everybody's no, working. Good. Everybody's Heidi's, Heidi's a good trainer. Yeah, <laughs> well, that's yeah. the key. It's it's a and, it's a people business. Yeah, it always is. Yeah. It's a relationships. It's yep. you know, people want to come where they feel. Like I noticed out there, people were just sitting and relaxing and just having. Yes. A, you know, and to me, it's so nice here because, and hopefully the viewers can come and see this. You can go outside. You can come in here. Mm -hmm. You can go to that that room there, or you yep. can go downstairs. And, yeah, that's and it's the nice just, thing about this building. We yeah. have so many spaces that you can use. That's another. During COVID, when we had to all be social distancing, yeah. we have the space. We had the space. Like a lot of places had to close down and and couldn't let people inside. I that didn't happen to me at all. I have the outside space. I have the event room. I have the downstairs pub. I have this room. So we never experienced that, like, oh, we can't fit that many people in here. Um, we always had enough space. When you bought the building, what was it? Because um, I always think of it as the church building. Right. Next no, to the yeah, Ugly Duck. Exactly. I, mean, right. I, I, yep. I keep calling so it the Ugly Duck. So this was, at one time, like a tea room. Okay. This particular mm -hmm. room. Um, that way was a consignment shop for children's clothing. Mm -hmm. And the basement, at one time... Um, was like a gift wrapping okay. uh, company that she would, the high-end stores in Syracuse would ship merchandise or she would pick, I'm not sure exactly how it worked, but it was a really cool space down there. And we had a nature store out on Route 92 uh, in the plaza next to Nice and Easy at okay. the time. Oh yeah, okay. And. Um, it was so expensive to function out of that. We ended up just buying this building. Yeah. It was so classic in looks. And How did you, you just drove by and saw for sale and said? Well, we've lived in Manly since 1979. Okay. 
So we've seen this I got building. I'm 67, so I was, you know, <laughs> I was one of seven, born and raised in Phaeton, oh, so third generation. I'm really proud of it. I, yeah. My sons, I always laugh because that, you know, Wildwood. My dad went there K through 12, and then oh, I went to Wildwood or Fayal, and then Wildwood in the high school, and then I said to my sons, "You're third generation," and they're like, "Yeah, thanks, Dad." What's that? <laughs> I'm like, oh, you know, "You're proud of it, yeah, That's yeah, great. Yeah. Yep. So we saw the building transform over the years, and um, we ended up buying it because we really couldn't find anything with as much character as this building had. Yeah. We didn't know it was about to fall apart. <laughs> Remember the Fortino building in Lime, in um, Limestone Plaza? Oh yeah. And when it was there, there was a hole in, in the roof and everything. And I remember the code guy called me and said, "Come on down." And we went through the building and we had to tell him to leave. We're sorry. We weren't going to tear it down, but we yeah. he had to get out. Yeah. And then somebody bought it, and then he started taking it apart, and we were like, the beams were cracked, and it was you know it was going to come down. Yep. Yep. And what people don't know is that the outside, the brick walls are the original. The rest of it was completely new from well, the same inside here. out. Yeah. Same here. Inside yep. up. Yep. And it's it's sad that you lose that, but yeah. people, you got to maintain yes. these buildings because, you know, they're so special. And if you don't, you get what happened yeah. to you. And we're yeah. for fortunate. Yeah. We learned from, the, I don't know if you remember the Fable Inn. And, oh. Yes. And that, that, that they went in, structural yeah. engineers went in and said, it's got, everybody needs to leave now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And literally within 12 hours, everybody was out of the building. That and was then scary. It, and nobody could step up. The guy that owned it couldn't, couldn't didn't have the resources to, to yeah, it's hard. It's so, you, you so lose expensive. that. And yeah. hindsight, that was one of those ones that you go, God, I wish somebody stepped up. Yeah. I wish we could have found some, yeah. you know, now there's money out there to save right. those historic. But back then, this was 19... 96, 97, there wasn't yeah, money out no, there for no. that. People didn't really so, Yeah. Oh, and now they, you know, you see what people do. They're doing this, and it's yeah. really, you know, yeah. um, I get teased by a lot of people. I love those home, like the home workshop, all that, the <laughs> HGTV, and to see what, like. It's um, fascinating. Oh, Chip and yeah. Joe, Chip and JoJo, and then that uh, hometown, what they do, and all the stuff that they're, yep. main cabin masters, and this is second, <laughs> they should pay me, because this is the second time I've mentioned main cabin masters. <laughs> So what? So you've you've got two businesses, two different municipalities. What did you have issues in the village of Manlius, or would they work with you, help you? No. Because um, one of the things I'm trying to create is is people's awareness of relationships, and that they're there to support you and yep. the county government, the town government, the village government. You know, was there a was it? I know people. So get, town of Manlius was very, very, very supportive. Yep. They had mm-hmm. to uh, in order to let us brew because you really. Are only supposed to brew in an industrial area. Mm-hmm. This building was, I don't even think it was mixed use. It was just commercial. So we had to apply for a change of use. Uh, the village had to pass an ordinance to allow us to brew So we can, in, in this building so mm-hmm. we can brew up to 5,000 barrels a year. Which Have is, you gotten there yet? No. <laughs> Will you ever? You, would that be the goal to get to that? Yeah, or, yeah. yeah definitely. It would be nice, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. our system is a very small system. Would that just here? Yeah, here. The system here is small. What is a what is a typical? I mean, I know there's no atypical, but so that's what? like thirty gallons. Why? It was thirty gallons. Now it's fifteen gallon system. We have an even smaller system here. We oh, traded right. systems, so we have an easier system to use here now. It is smaller. It's a half barrel system, but our plan is to train our employees to brew as well to give them that resource if they want to do it because they seem very interested and they want mm-hmm. to learn so that's why we traded down to a half barrel but it's a really easy system but thankfully we have the seven barrel system at Erie Canal <laughs> to yeah. supplement if you make it and it takes three weeks or four weeks to do how long does it last once you Put it, it in. Goes there. It. <laughs> it goes too quick. It goes too quick. It depends on the beer. Yeah, it de- depends on the beer. Like our, our Kolsch goes really fast, our blonde, our blonde goes really fast, the pale ales, and everything really light goes fast. The, the Irish red. Oh. The Irish red is one of our <laughs> award winning beers. Um, that Has one. the chamber called you about the, the, the halfway to St. Patrick's Day special yes, they want to do? Yes, talked to Judy. That'd be a perfect that. one yes. for that. Yeah, yep. she was here. Yep. That'd be a perfect one to do for that, yep. for that thing. Um, do you think that, like, do you want to see other businesses, like, have, has anybody come to you and said, I need help, or could, could you give me advice, like, to run another? Because there's, um, there's a fair amount of local yeah, businesses in the area. There's a brewery that's open in downtown Syracuse, and they used to come in all the time and yeah. pick our brain. Yeah. Yep. 
They'd come here and talk to Heidi. They'd come to Canastota and talk to me. Can you resell yours to say, say I opened up a restaurant yes. and I want to, do you yep. guys do that now? Yep. Uh, because we're a farm brewery, we can self-distribute beer. How many, how many other local restaurants have your... Oh gosh, right now? Well, we're always on tap at Brewster Inn in Casnovia. That yep. just beautiful. Oh, oh yeah, God. we were there last night. Oh my gosh. I loved it. Oh, I love oh, it. Yeah. They actually, it's such a small world. I was out there for work, mm. but um, they, oh, have the, sure. they have the vinyl screens on their porch outside. Yes. And I want to put those on the porch at the senior center so they can have a three season oh. room. So we went for a grant and, yeah. and, I, and I took a picture of it to show such the. Such nice people. Too. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They oh, were the great. They're like, oh, yeah. They are great. Yeah. I yeah. love the Brewster. Yeah. Yeah. Where else do you guys? Um, we're. Uh, Hermes. Yeah, we're always on tap at Kirby's. Angry and Garlic in Baldwinsville and um, WT Brews. WT Brews always. Skinny Atlas Brewery carries our beer a lot. Med, Med Taco. Med Taco, yep. Um, Lucky Dogs. Do they come to you or you have no, somebody out selling? You have, no, I'm saying like, are you going out trying to sell it well, or are people Heidi calling you saying? Well, does an email blast. So social media is a good thing? Yeah, social media, yep. And then I, I, I usually have our, you know, our customers always so I just text them and see if they need something mm -hmm. we used to be on tap at a lot of Armory Square yeah. pre-COVID world of beer yeah yep Kirby's malt, I never knew that Modern malt. Yep. Oh, ma yeah. malt. you know they're building another Top one spot. oh really yeah they're building one out in Cicero I love so. really? yeah the one and, and it you know it's too small it's beautiful but it, it, it only has x amount of seats so it's yeah, really yeah, hard yeah. to turn those so it i think is. they were looking for something bigger so they I think they found yeah, something yeah. i know they found something in cicero to yeah. to make that because yeah. i think people they, they need to understand it's hard you yeah. never get a day off so my mind is whirling right yeah. now i i have to uh, mention other places like toss and fire pizza we're almost always on tap there. The casino. The casino, Yellowbrook Road Casino. We have uh, a beer on each, two of the, their bars. Um, Jake Hafner's. Oh, Hafner's. Oh yeah. They're great customers. Yeah. Uh, who There's am I so forgetting? Many of them, I, know. Oh. <laughs> so I don't want to forget anyone. Yeah. So has the so besides the can you sell it? Now I see here we have coolers behind. So is the idea to, to sell more of the resale people can take it and come in and grab it? Is that the Yeah, that goes fast whenever to, I feel but, that. Um, you know. Is that is that a very time consuming process to get in the cans or the bottles and the, do it that way? To can the beer yeah. itself? No, it's not that time consuming. Yeah, we have one person, my son, he does all the canning and the packaging. Mm -hmm. He can do it by himself. Yeah, a couple kegs will take him like three, four hours. Is that always done in Canastota? Is that? Yeah, our canning that? line is in, in Canastota. We have a bottling uh, machine and a canning machine. We're very fortunate. <laughs> Is there, who, like, God, I got so many questions. Who, where do you learn, is that, like, is there a local place to go get that stuff, or is that you go online and search uh, it? Or? We got ours online. Um, They're my Canada. Yeah. Um, cask. That's okay. where our canning machine came from. And they came here and trained yeah. us. Set it up they don't do even send you all the parts until they make an appointment to come and train you on it. Yeah, it was a whole Because day. it could be very dangerous. Mm -hmm. um, and they don't want the liability, so they won't even send you all the parts until they, they schedule a, yeah. a training <laughs> session. Yeah. It's actually not a bad idea when you think about it, because they want to make sure that, one, you're satisfied with it, and two, it's yeah. working right, mm -hmm. and three, they don't have to come back because, you know, yep. I, I did something the other, I sold something to somebody, and they called, they bought two of them, and one was working, one wasn't. And they're like, oh, it's something's wrong, blah, blah. I said, did you check this? Did you check this? Did you check this? And they're like, yep, oh, everything's good. plugged in? No, they forgot to turn the water on. Oh. Hard to make ice without water. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, but they got mad because they got a bill. Because the service company came and said, I'm sorry, here's your bill. You know, you, you know, it, yes, you, 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 it can be frustrating. Me. It can be expensive. And <laughs> you know what I mean? So, think, we yeah. And they were very appreciative. They're like, thank yeah, you so course. much. We yeah. apologize. But, you know, until they got the bill. But, yeah. So, Two locations. Yep. You want to expand to do a third, or, or is two enough well, right now? Well, we do have plans. We, you were talking about old buildings, so <laughs> we bought a building right on the Erie Canal. Oh. Mm -hmm. It is a wreck. I mean, it's just, it needs so, so much work. Um, but the Erie Canal is so beautiful, and yeah. it's such. Have you seen that special that, that, that they did on the Erie Canal uh, for the anniversary of the Erie Canal? 
um, David Muir did, did and oh. he was the and it was oh. so well done because Faithful's history yes. is built around the Erie yeah. Canal and yeah. it put us on the map and yeah. the things that happened for the Erie Minnesota Canal. Minnesota is like yeah. oh. just that we're working with, and that's yeah. the nice the synergies. That I don't think people ought to know. They have the Madison County, his, you know, um, tourism, yeah. and we're part of that connection yeah. because they're trying to connect, you know, Dewitt and Fayetteville, Tin Canastota and Chittenango, and have everything be these canal communities. And yeah. to me, I wish there was more people or more, you know, I think support. It's, um, well, and the governor has been very supportive yes. of it, and reimagined the canal. He's had a few, um, I don't want to say contests, but competitions so mm -hmm. submit your ideas and yeah. you know only only one can win yeah um, Canastota is part of that right now yeah They're, and they've done very well they've yeah. been very successful um, the one thing I wish we could do for from a local tourism standpoint is to you know put county put the have the county put it on the map because it is such an asset and think about DeWitt you know Camillus yeah and it goes all the way through to me there's a there's a value in that to bring because I don't know if you've been to Canal Landing Park by Freedom Rooks mm -hmm. that thing so that's, it started out as just this idea and, you know, literally we've transformed, we're on phase seven now, wow. going for phase eight through yeah. that, through yep. the tourism in Madison County and people just fly. You can't get yeah. a parking spot sometimes yeah, because yeah. so many people are there and build it and they will come. So kind of like you're doing, where yeah. is that building on the Erie Canal? It's uh, on the corner of Peterborough and North Canal Street. And oh so they God, have a replica of the lift bridge Right on the side of it? it? Yes. Ah, I know exactly where. <laughs> I sneak that way through on the way home from yep. the, the throughway. Yep. Yeah. I get a lot of people that bike the Erie Canal or walk the Erie Canal that'll stop in the tap room in Canastota and have a flight or just pick their favorite. <laughs> it's too bad that that wasn't uh, big enough for boats down there still because, yes. like, um, my sisters, they can't get through Canada this year, so they usually go oh, up through the Rideau Canal yeah. and they can't do yeah. that. So they're going to do the Erie Canal. So they're oh. going to go all the way down, and then they're going to go to Rochester, to Buffalo, and then turn Very around and nice. drive, come back. Yeah. And there's so many stops along the way that uh, they can go. And to me, that's what makes upstate New York so special. Yeah. And we need to do a better job of, of kind of connecting those yeah. dots. Not waiting for the state, because right. there's so many things the state has to do. My husband's on a committee to uh, reimagine Canal Street and make it more... Uh, pedestrian friendly mm -hmm. um, it's it's kind of you know it's tooth and nail because now there's established businesses yeah and I, I'm not sure how it's going to turn out since I'm not on the committee I really shouldn't talk about it but <laughs> I remember when they paved it and people got yeah. really mad yeah but then uh, I don't know if it was the town or the who somebody was tracking how many people were using it and the ridership mm -hmm. was up like 40% yeah. because people, of the Exactly. Yeah. And, and state parks really was the, you know, they said they thought it was a good idea. And I still think it, you know, you know, but there's that flexi, have you heard of flexi pave? So flexi pave is like tires ground up and then they have like a resin and it's got a flex to it, but everything seeps through, but it's hard enough where you can drive on it or ride on it. A couple of sidewalks. That, yeah. Yeah. Yes. They do it because of the root system. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. So you, it, it yeah. covers, but it does. You don't have to take the roots away. Yeah. And to me, that's a great product. Yep. We did it in front of Beer Park. Okay. Because you can still drive on it, still maintain yep. it, yep. but yep. It, it's a level. And to me, I thought, let's do that. Let's do. If you're opposed to, because you still have, it still drains through, and it's yep. it's easier on the runners, easier on the bikers. Yeah, it is. So. But we want people to get out. We want people to use these assets, yeah, yeah. and they're incredible. Because the lo where where the logo come from? Because it looks like did you, she's like, oh no. Oh well, you know, it's just one of those stories. We got together with this young girl that actually worked here. Yeah. Uh, beer tended for us, and. Um, did you say beer tended? Yes. I beer like tenders. That. I like that. Yeah, we have beer tenders. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. We bartenders, we have beer tenders, and um, <laughs> her day job was PR. And her company didn't mind if she, you know, moonlighted a little bit. And we, I don't know how many times we had meetings with her just to talk about what we wanted, you know, our, the vision that we wanted yeah. to present. So uh -huh. we, we grow hops, so I mentioned that. So yeah. the hop company also has the same logo with a train in the middle of it because the name of that company is Orange Station Brewing Supplies. And okay. we own... Oh my God. We own part of the old abandoned railroad bed that comes out 
on Orange Station Road. Okay. So that's where that name came from. It's a from. nice walking trail. It's just not just a podcast. It's a little history lesson, yeah. a little geography. <laughs> you know what I mean? We want. Yeah. yeah. So she just, you know, we, we wanted something that was universally recognized, at least the shape. Mm -hmm. And the center, like this is the street sign. Erie Canal is a canal boat. Uh, Orange Station is a train. We also thought about doing another brewery, which is we're not doing, but it was Limestone Creek Brewing. Mm -hmm. And it was a creek with a you know a moon. Oh, it's really cool, yeah. cool logo. Limestone, Limestone Creek is so cool, but it's, I don't know if you remember the dam that was there and then it went down, and now the water's gone down, yeah. and it's, it's, a, it's a blessing yes. because when it rains, we don't get the flooding anymore and some of those people might not be in the flood zone anymore but to have it up there was it was always a better fishing it was always you yeah. know a little bit more and now that we've done all that work those two houses i don't know if you know behind the town hall but we bought those two houses mm -hmm. and we bought the trailer those are coming down and we want oh, to open they? that up and oh, make cool. like a mill run park yeah. type of yep. thing with yep. pavilions but we're going to like the lions club the firemen's association the police benevolent association and say hey, would you like to sponsor a pavilion would you like to sponsor this would you like to sponsor nice. this and go that's where we're trying to get yeah. the grant yeah we missed it we mm -hmm. got the grant but we didn't get in so there's another round two now so we're okay. hoping to get through round two but it's that all around the erie canal we own the so now we own all the way from there all the way to the feeder to the I, canal I, I think it's wonderful that you're embracing the whole thing oh it, you know, it's you one of those things that people, it as an asset not a liability well people looked at it and said Oh, can't be done. I can't. Yeah. And I'm like, as soon as you say that, it's like you know, oh. you can't, you can't open up. As <laughs> soon as you say that, <laughs> guess what? Yeah. You know what I mean? And I was very fortunate. Jeff Brown at the time, I mm -hmm. uh, was an assemblyman. Uh, Rob Hillbrand from State Parks was. He said, I drive by it every day. I want to help you. People very lined nice. up to yeah. help you. And that's to me the key is it's relationships. It's one of the reasons I want to get into yeah. county government because we haven't even talked about what county government can do because they haven't been involved. Right. to help where someone hasn't reached out and connected the dots. And that's the idea behind this podcast is, one, to get people to know you, get to local businesses, to talk about what it's like to, to operate a business. But two, how can the county help and how can the village and the towns and, and how can someone put that all together? And to me, you have to be the right person to be able to do that. Absolutely. You have to be able to pick the phone up and someone says, hey, Mark, what can I do yeah, for you? Yeah. You listen to Mark Bolas, but before we had the DOT commissioner on, from the county and we had the DOT commissioner on from the town and we're going to put the DOT commissioners on from the villages and you you'd be amazed at the synergies of yeah. how their jobs are very similar but they're completely different yes. in the way they do it and it's so technical oh. you know what you do you made it sound easy, so easy to just brew beer <laughs> any home brewers going yeah. it's not that easy it's and not, it's, it's not, not. So, did I make it sound easy <laughs> <laughs> well it's easy now it is now yeah. yeah how many batches did you have to like oh, say oh I want a scotch ale they won't brew a scotch ale because the first time they brewed it it tasted terrible <laughs> so they're like oh I'm not doing that we're not going there I know isn't but that I funny? want one <laughs> I know we will we'll get that scotch ale in we will what's one like one you want to do in your mind but you haven't tackled yet you've been a little bit Besides the scotch Since ale, brew. I'm the production manager. We usually get to brew whatever I want to brew. So that's nice. nice. But Heidi's got a great vision, so I don't worry about that. Mm -hmm. um, that's nice. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. And I love how you have family-owned and operated. What's it like? I know. So I work for a family-run company. I worked for a corporation right out of college for 15 years, and then I went to work for a family-owned business. Now I, I work for another family-owned business. But what, it's like, what is it like? Because I know what it's like to be an employee of a family-owned business, yeah, but what hard, is it like? Because we're family. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, We've been doing it for so long. Yes. I feel like yeah. um, that I'm just used to it, and it, it's good. I mean, I love working with my mother-in-law. We, uh, it's great. Heidi's the best. Yeah. <laughs> She's uh, the I, best. I couldn't. I couldn't. She does so her. much. Um, I, I I couldn't do it without her. Yeah. Because <laughs> you guys literally, it's your life. Yeah. I mean, it is our life. I would always say, you know what I mean? You're 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 working together. You're going to holidays together. Yep. You, you know about the money and the financials and the, the good and the bad. And, yep. and you know, it is your house. You know, I, I don't know if you guys know the Brooklyn Pickle, but, yep. you know, sure. people would say, I grew up why, in Eastwood. why would you spend so much money on it? And he goes, 
I live. I'm here 12 hours a yep. day. It's my it's my yep. second home, yep. and I want it to be nice because yep. it's a family atmosphere. Right. It's Absolutely. yeah. I want people to come in, and you can tell by you know this yeah, place I want is to so feel comfortable. Very welcome. That's one thing about this place where people love coming here because we are very friendly, and as soon as you walk in, you just get that feeling that like you're home. You're in that bar. Cheers. Yeah. You know, we greet everybody when they come in the door. You know. Yeah. It's, it's, I have people in Canastota. They want to line up. Can I be Norm? Let me be Norm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I I did it. Spill the tea a couple weeks ago, and I said the same thing. Like, you want to go somewhere where you when you walk in, you feel I like agree. you're part of that, and it, it that I is agree. that's so free. Important. That's free. We've been places where you can't wait to leave. Yeah. <laughs> And I never want that kind of feeling to emanate from yeah. me in yeah. here. It's just welcome. I I always greet everyone as soon as they come in. So does Heidi. Mm -hmm. um, thanks for coming. Yep. Um, you know, we get to know want to taste a beer. Mm -hmm. Oh, you don't know what you want. Well, what here, beer? let me help you. What do you What do you ordinarily drink? Yeah, yeah. we we definitely yeah. into yeah. helping people find that style that they like. Keep them coming back. You know, if you're helpful and. Yeah. You know, Any non-alcoholic? Have you tried that yet? Or? It's not having a I hard enough time keeping up with the yeah. alcohol. I know, yeah, I, I know. Just, do people ask for it a lot? or? Mm. They just really want to know if we've done it. You know, I don't think they want it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, <laughs> I tried one, so at work, uh, yeah. I, I gave it up for Lent. And somebody brought one to me, and I was like, oh, it just... You know, there's just something about How having a beer. I didn't like it. Okay. I didn't like, it. and I haven't had one I like. Oh yeah. Um, well, and I've tried a bunch of them, but I just yeah. haven't found one I like. And you know what? To the point where you're like, it's not, I just I'll have a diet soda, I'll have a glass of water. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I just right. wondered if there's, you know, like the growlers. Doesn't it have to be poured by a certain a certain way? To, isn't there like well, a spout you, you, or something yeah. you have to mm -hmm. do? Yeah. It's just yeah. makes it easier to fill the growler. Does it? Yeah. And yeah, so you don't waste beer either. Yeah. What's July 4th like? Is it, have you experienced the manliest July 4th? Is it crazy around so that July time? So July 4th. Oh, this is, this is really the interesting. The last couple of this. years, we've uh, helped the Lions Club. The Lions Club is responsible for selling the beer in the village. Mm -hmm. On that day, you know. On that day. Event. That's yeah. how they, they July earn event. a good yeah. portion of their money, you know. So um, a few years ago, they had a distributor... Mm -hmm. And something was wrong with the truck or something, and the beer was warm. Mm -hmm. And so they were disenfranchised with the distributor, and mm -hmm. they started coming here. They have their meetings here now. Okay, and talking to Heidi. Oh, that's awesome. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And um, I so said, I'll take your beer. <laughs> so oh, I'll sell perfect. you the beer. Heidi and I, we have an eight-tap kegerator behind that little cubby over there. Uh -huh. Heidi and I... Attached my trailer to my pilot, <laughs> pulled up, we unplugged it, wheeled the kegerator onto the trailer, took it over to behind Snowtop, plugged it into a generator that they had available, and we poured beer all day. Yeah, that's awesome. For the Lions Club. For the Lions Club. Awesome. Yeah. And we're doing it again this year. That's awesome. That's the one thing that I've been sitting there saying. I don't know if you noticed that sign in front of Beard Park. It says shop local. Because it's so important. You guys got hit. The restaurant industry got yeah, hit. Yep. Anything in hospitality, tourism got just yep. decimated. Yeah. To me, that's the most important thing is more yeah. and more people need to connect those dots. Yeah. You know, and say, okay, I want to support. I want to exactly. support. I want to support. Uh, the Lions Club here is great. Yeah. And all their money, they give it back. They give it back. Yeah. You know what I mean? So. Yep. Um, you got to do the party in the plaza, so I'll get you the information we on that. So, to, yeah, yeah we got to get you to do yeah. that because you know we're going to do one this year. Normally we do June, July, and August. Mm -hmm. June just it, we're just yeah. starting to come out of this thing. So July is the Syracuse Symphony in the park, and then we figured August would be perfect, and then we go right into yeah. September with the Fable Festival. We take October off, and then November starts our tree lighting ceremony. So it kind of worked out perfect, but that would be a great. See, to me, it's about yes. local business. I want to be a part of this community as yeah. much as possible. We yeah. are the only brewery in Fayetteville, Manlius. Yeah, Ormano. Ormano, yeah. yeah. So I, I really want to be a part of the community. And so whatever I can do, whatever events I could be a part of, I am definitely for it. Awesome. So what other good things are happening here? Anything new that people want to know about? Other than you're not doing Limestone Creek beer, which... <laughs> well, on Tuesdays, cool we do trivia. 
which we'll yeah. be doing tonight at 7 or 7 p.m. It starts, we open at 6, and trivia starts at 7. We had a great crowd for that. Yeah. Um, and then on Sundays, we've been doing bingo, brunch bingo, which is a new thing for us. And that's fun. Uh, we bring in a food truck, Cafe Giros Catering has their own truck. Um, and they're, they're local. They live right up the street. Um, so they come down. They open for brunch. They make wonderful food. And then I do bingo. And we give lots of, you know, merchandise away to the winners. And it's, it's great. It's fun. So it's Heidi a, could be a professional MC. She's oh, my I've God. I've been yeah. that You're lately. So I know. you got to be funny. <laughs> You're so funny. I don't know if I'm funny or... <laughs> did you ever play bingo before that? Or how did you... So like, how do you come to, up with these ideas? I like, went to Omi Gang. Omi Gang okay. does brunch bingo. They're yeah. out in Cooperstown. Yeah. And... Um, I went out there. My sister owns a couple of restaurants out there, so I went out uh, and we did brunch bingo there, and I absolutely loved it. It's so much fun, and yeah. there was so many people there, and I was like, we need to bring this to, to Seneca Street, and we had talked about it before. Yes. You had already bought yeah, the bingo bought stuff the equipment like, equipment. the year yeah. before, and yeah. she's the one who actually suggested it that we do it like a year ago. Um, but, but not I, brunch. I, I was just talking bingo. I know. She carries everything to the next level. I, I just yeah. love her. <laughs> It's a great, you know, you think about it. We're very so fortunate in this area. When they did that whole brew thing, you're like, oh, here we go. Yeah. But it really has been done very well. Like, there's a lot of, like you said, Omegan and Myers mm -hmm. Creek, and then yep. there's others. Yep. I mean, there's a lot of good breweries and a lot of good we, businesses, and a lot of things have happened that were. Local businesses are supporting you, local restaurants are you know, and yep. you're supporting them. You know, there's this whole thing, this whole yeah, circle, yeah, yeah. and everybody's winning. Yep. And the biggest thing is everybody loves it. Like, to me, the residents are getting something that they wouldn't be able to get. Definitely. So 32,000 people in the town of Malias have a brewery to go to, yes. you know, if they yep. want to. And to me, that's local business is so important. I was telling somebody earlier, 70% of jobs are, are small businesses. Yes. Mm -hmm. yes. So how many people total work for both breweries? Um, let's see, oh, what do you have, six here? And Brooke does double duty. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I, right now, I'm the only one in Canastota uh, beer tending. Yeah, she does it all by herself. Nope, no time off? Or no, just... well, I'm only open four days there. But you love it. And then she's right? here I mean, on guys... Tuesdays. I do love it. In between, she works on the hop fields, <laughs> and then whatever financial stuff that she has to figure out to pay everybody, and... Yeah, who's doing, are you doing all the? She does everything. All <laughs> yes. How about the CPA? Why doesn't he like? <laughs> well, you know, he does the taxes. Oh, yeah. he's the, he's the idea man. Yes, and he's the idea man. Yeah. yeah. Um, one day I'm going to smack him over his head. <laughs> <laughs> hopefully, he's, he's, hopefully he's not listening. Yeah. To this. Oh, like, okay. Is he one of those ideas guys? Like, you should do uh, this, and then backs he, away. He's, he no, really he yeah. has a lot of. He figures out like uh, the cask canning system he's he did yes. all the research yeah the bottling he did all that research so he you know he just sits there and does all the research and he reads reads everything mm -hmm. everything um yeah uh, he's read every book they ever published on about brewing and, and brewing and i'm just still amazed I, it just amazes me that people get into this that have you know what I mean? Like it just yeah. amazes me yeah. that, and how successful you guys are. Yeah, I, I I'm really proud of our brewer Brooke because the oh, first absolutely. year that we began brewing, she won a gold medal. The second year, we got how many medals? Two medals? Three medals. Um, we got a bronze. Three medals. A, we got the a, second yeah, year. A, two silvers and a and a bronze that year. Yep. So we're really excited that we okay. we have already four medals yes. behind us. Yep. Um, we just entered the new New York State craft beer competition, and we'll find out in a couple weeks if we. How many years has it been? Have you been in business? Five years. Yeah. Just that's, celebrated. That's a lot for five yeah. years. Mm -hmm. Yep. Is there a lifespan of a of a brewery? Like mm, you know, I, is there I, or I do you have to reinvent it? Well, I think your customers let you know that they do. Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, look at Middle Ages. They've changed recently, but they were the same for what, 20, 25 years? Yeah. Just a small little room where you could go in yeah. and drink, and now they have a, a huge tap room. Yeah. What happened to Empire's building downtown? Is it still empty? I don't I know. Think if so. Because I always thought that was mm -hmm. such a, a, was a, a cool, cool, place. cool to yeah. see behind you and to yeah. see yep. 
what was going on yeah. and yet you know what I mean that was such a shame yeah yeah, yeah you never want to see anybody no. but was, I think about he was really so helpful he was he yes. actually you, could, he, you would ask him you could ask him any Dave question Dave yeah. Yeah. yeah and and he would just he was like unrestricted he'd just answer you yeah I think it was a tough like I think what you know knowing him and knowing what he went through you know when you're you're doing it for you and you only and whatever you do he, you know he was someone else was doing it for him and then he went to do it himself and it was a different animal yeah. that I think just got it was a tough situation but yeah. you know he, he, he'll get back on his feet something yeah, will happen he you know he's Absolutely. still wasn't he the president of the Brewers Association yeah is he still involved with that at all he started yeah. it again here in New York State okay is yeah. he he's not involved right now though is he I know I, I think he's going to be judging oh you think he's going to be judging I saw his name on the list yeah. I don't know if it was an old list but do you guys want to I keep pointing to the cooler here. Do you guys want to get into local stores or try to get into like... We would like to. We're, I think we're too small. Yeah. I don't know how... Would that be something that's attainable or is it a really tough thing to do? Uh, like, you mean in terms of getting permission to... No, is it, is it more like you take away from your core mission, which yes. is obviously what you do very yeah, well. Yeah, we're having a hard and time just keeping up with the, making the beer for us, Erie Canal, and our wholesale our contracts yeah. right now. Mm-hmm. Um, possibly if we hired someone else to take on more brewing, I think we could possibly do that. Yeah. But right now we're just keeping it family, working at the brewery. My son and my wife and I, we are the ones who brew the beer, package the beer, um, do all the cleaning, everything that needs to be done. So what's we the de- key we to deliver? Do- you deliver, yeah. You yeah. deliver. That's another thing. That's awesome. you. Right? Yeah. You obviously love. I, I, you know, people are going to go, oh, here he goes again. Love what you do. You never work a day in your life. And it's so true with both yeah. of you. You guys seem yeah. like you're just oh, I love loving this. it. I love yeah. doing this. Yeah. Yep. It's not, and it, well, it's a lot of work. It is it's a lot of work. work. But I have so many different hats that I wear. One day I'm working here. The next day I'm in the brewery brewing beer. Another day, I'm I'm actually like making You're the maintenance crew. Yeah, I'm selling <laughs> beer. I mean, or people underestimate how important cleanliness is. Oh yeah, and yeah. it you know they've got a system down. They've taught Carter. That so the three of them after our brew day, they're out there cleaning. Yeah, you know, oh, we yeah. walk in and there's water That's everywhere. That's another whole day. <laughs> yeah. What's the most ingredient? What's the most important ingredient in, oh, in your beer? Our because well, we talked about the water earlier. Yeah, love, I like that. The water, definitely. Yeah. And water, I think um, that makes a huge difference. But there's four main ingredients. you got your water, your hops, your yeast, and your, your malt. They're all very important. You, mm-hmm. you can't so make beer without... So, losing 1886 Malt House in Fulton was a big hit. It was. A big was, hit. Yeah. Yeah. That's now where we, we got all our I malt. I mean, we still oh, have... So now so, where you go, too? Well, New York Craft Malt out of Batavia. Yeah. Um, Which is also a good company too. They're good, mm-hmm. but um, the shipping we have to pay shipping now, whereas yeah. before we oh. could just drive out and pick it up and yeah. It's amazing. I was on a conference call and a container from uh, China to, to the main to the United States was like three thousand dollars. Now COVID hit and no one can work and all these things are happening. Yeah. It's fifteen thousand mm-hmm. dollars. That's crazy. For the same container, it's, it's like what happens? What's going to be the next shoe to drop? Yeah. You know. Um, to me, there's been some good things that come out of COVID, but there's now we're in this phase where it's going to be getting so expensive yep. and so hard to get things. Like, are you having any problems getting anything or you're lucky Not right yet. now? Yeah. Not so far. A couple of years ago, we went through a Citra hops shortage yeah. because Labats. was it Labatt? <laughs> they came out beer with Labatt Citra. Citra. Uh-huh. <laughs> they they bought every all Citra. the Citra. <laughs> and that's a that's a that, big yeah. hop in a lot of beers, yeah. citra hops, and it's proprietary. You can't grow it here. No. You can't grow it here. No. Um, so we had a hard time finding citra, and if we did find it, we paid a lot of money for it. Yeah. So the bats don't do that again. <laughs> so as a result of that, though, they somebody figured out how to make a hop that oh, is that's true. similar. Similar. There, there uh, a little similar trick hops. behind, yeah. a little, little peek behind the curtain. Yeah. I see. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's very important yeah. to be able to do that and then have it grow in New York State. Yeah. yeah. Because well, yeah. 
right now we're at 60%. All of our ingredients have yes. to be New York State grown. Have to be. And who, who, who yes. like, does somebody come in and check that? Or do you have to send records Eventually in? Eventually they will be. It's, yeah. a, it's, a, it's a new law, so they don't really have people out there checking, but they say, please keep track of it because there will be people. It started out at 20%. So mm -hmm. when we first started brewing, it was 20%. 2019, it went to 60%. Mm -hmm. In 2024. Are you okay yeah. with that? Because I don't, some oh. of that I don't, you know, like some of those rules I think are good. I, I some think, of those, yeah, like in Canada, if you get a loan, a Canadian loan, you have to buy from a Canadian company. Uh, you know, you have to buy that. Yeah. Um, and I, you know, some of that, you know, okay, some of it makes sense. You know, but if they make it so it's not, it's so hard to make it that you can't make any money or you can't. You're not competitive. Yeah, we've been maybe. to several meetings where it, that's a subject that always comes up. It might change. Yeah, it state not. liquor authority is there, and they say, you know, it's, mm -hmm. that's the way it's written, when and it, it's our job to enforce it. Um, so, I don't know. We're all hoping that they, the state, takes a second look at it and yeah. says this really isn't feasible. Because in 2026, I believe 2024, 2029, supposed to go to 90 percent. 90 percent. That's going to be an impossible task. It is because yeah. a lot of our just, hops that we do use. Yeah, and and that's where people, to me, I think elected officials need to listen and they need to yeah. learn yep. and they need to sit in your shoes mm -hmm. and realize how hard it is to yep. do. You know, uh, they've been talking about all these police reforms. Uh, and ride with the police officers. Yeah. Take a day and ride with them right. and learn really what it's like to be a police officer. So is, there, is there reform needed? Absolutely. Yeah. But make it sensible reform, you know. Yeah. Um, I, I, you this know, bail reform thing really bothers. Uh, yeah, we're not gonna. We'll stay out of that one. Oh, trust me. Yeah. It, 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 you know, Gosh, people say, so "Oh, ridiculous. what's what's happening?" Uh, they broke into my where I used to work, and oh. the, literally the kid broke in. We had the videotape, and the police officer said third time he's done it today he'll be out tonight and he was out that night that's crazy and our insurance deductible at the time it cost like ten thousand yeah. dollars to fix yeah, came yeah. right out of the pop yeah. profits of the company for this and this kid had done it like three times that day and had had been it, there's reforms that need to happen but it needs to be Absolutely. sensible reforms and yeah. it needs to be yeah. Yeah. really thought out before we do that and that's kind of one of those Silly. things that I take that common sense approach to everything yeah. that I do when I when so I look at something yeah, well, yeah, it's like You're the chickens. Like the, the, there's a there's a chicken coop back know, here, right? and we looked at that chicken I coop when one. we when we did the law. A we sat there and said, let's go here. So we toured three places in Manlius and said, what's the good thing? What's the bad thing? Uh -huh, uh -huh. We, you know, blah blah blah. And that was the last place we went. And I'm like, wow, they're pretty, aren't they? Yeah, you're, this you don't even know it's there. Exactly, and it you works, don't. and their system works. You really don't. So we followed that system. We didn't need to create a new system. Yeah, we yeah. just needed to do our research to mm -hmm. figure it out. And now I saw I read in the paper, Dewitt's thinking about it, and. You know, so those things, those common sense approaches, what I want to take yeah. to that. So I want to thank you both so much oh, for this. I really appreciate that. I hope it wasn't too hard. You know, <laughs> I hope I didn't ask no, any I'm questions. A nervous, <laughs> I told you it was going to be easy. It's not. Yeah. It's not. Well, I really appreciate that's it. That's because the MC was. Oh so yeah, it's really Anthony. He does it all. I'm just. You know what I mean? I'm just here. So thank you so much again. Oh, and if you guys would like to go to peopleforolson.com and listen to this podcast or see us, we really appreciate your support. Thank you. All right. Thank you. Well, there it is, everybody. Thank you again for listening to the People for Olson podcast. Well, don't forget to follow along with the campaign at peopleforolson.com, where you can stay up to date on all things happening along with the campaign and also make donations to help us secure that seat in November. We're going to catch you next week right here on the People for Olson podcast.